everybody, and welcome to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I am your host, Bill, and, well, it's the day after the 2016 presidential election, and like I told you guys in the end of the last episode, Donald Trump has been elected president of the United States. It is, without any question, the biggest upset in modern political history. I mean, he did it. Donald Trump beat Hillary Clinton to win the presidency of the United States of America. Now, we're going to get into this episode in a little bit. We are. I want to talk about how the election ended up and what I remember from that night. So I want to talk about the map. Um, so it starts off, you know, kind of even, kind of early, where, okay, Trump gets some of the states that you kind of figure he'd get, and Hillary takes the lead. However, as time goes on, more and more are going to Trump. You know, more of the states are going to Trump. And the big states are Pennsylvania, Ohio, Wisconsin, Florida, North Carolina, and Michigan. And they all go in favor of Trump. Hillary... The biggest state she gets, the two biggest, as far as the electoral college votes go, is California and New York. That's the biggest it goes for her. Now, in the popular vote, Hillary wins the popular vote with 48.2% of the vote to Trump's 46.1% of the vote. So... It's 2000 all over again, where the person who didn't win the election actually got the popular vote more than the person who did win the election. There were other people that did run for the presidency of the United States, and I want to mention them right now. So Gary Johnson ran in, on the Libertarian ticket, Jill Steen ran for the Green Party. Daryl Castle ran for the Constitution Party. Evan McMullen ran on an independent ticket. And then we have this one. I, I got to find this one because I, I find this so unique. Because we did have another person on here. Um... You'd think I'd be more prepared. I know. I, I feel that way sometimes, too. Uh, we had Bernie Sanders got some votes. Um, Castle, Gloria Estela Lariva, uh, John Kashich Jr., Ronald Paul, uh, Colin Powell got some votes, and Faith Spotted Eagle ran on the Democratic uh, side from South Dakota. Now, one of the things that I actually did look up 
and this was so weird, were the different phrases, expressions, and statements that were said during the election. Of course, the big one was Make America Great Again. The, that was the slogan for Donald Trump. I'm not going to read all of them, but others that were said by both parties include Basket of Deplorables, uh, Such a Nasty Woman, Feel the Burn, referring to Bernie Sanders, Drain the Swamp, and Pokemon Go to the Polls. I kid you not, that was a phrase that was used to get the young people to go to the polls. Pokemon Go to the polls. Oh, boy. Now, I'm going to tell you guys, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not a big political guy. I'm really not. I, I, I think you all know that by now. But I'm going to say a few things. The first thing I'm going to say is why Hillary lost the election. It never gets brought up, I don't think. I'm going to tell you why Hillary lost the election, besides the fact that her and the entire Democratic Party were so overconfident, it was unbelievable. The main reason why Hillary Clinton did not win that election, and this is my belief, this is my opinion, she and the rest of her group did not go to the small towns. That is where you really win the elections, in my opinion, is by going to the small towns of America. And I never, and if I'm wrong, please, you guys can correct me, I never saw or heard Hillary Clinton go to any small town. Not one time. Again, if I'm wrong, please tell me I'm wrong, and I, I will accept it. I will accept that I am wrong. But in my heart, in my mind, I truly believe the reason why Hillary Clinton lost this election was because she didn't go to the small towns. They didn't go for the small towns. That's where you win these elections, are the small towns, the American towns. That's where you win it. That's the, that's the thing that Donald Trump had on his side. He would go to these small towns and, you know, would convince the people to vote for him. Hillary never did it. I never saw any of the Democrats do it. And I honestly, I mean, you could say the same with the Republicans, but Donald, in a way, kind of did. Kind of did. So that's my first thought. The second thought are the celebrities who are like, Oh, if Donald Trump wins the election, I'm moving. Do you know how many of them held their word when he did win the election? Uh, it's less than one. It's zero. All these celebrities that are upset about Donald Trump winning the election and being like, oh, I'm going to move away if he wins the election. Well, you know what? They're a bunch of bullshitters. They're a bunch of liars. They've got stuff shoved up their ass. They didn't hold their word. And I know they wouldn't, because they're celebrities. What are they going to do in, you know, place X or place Y? They weren't really going to move. Come on. 
You know that. And the final thing, and this goes not only to this election, but it also goes to the 2020 election. I'm going to say it right now, because honestly, I'm getting kind of tired of hearing this for the past two elections, saying how it was rigged. It was rigged. Trump won this election. Biden won this election. Just shut up. Accept the facts. Trump won in 16. Biden won in 20. There's not a damn thing you or anybody else. And this is uh, this is to everyone who complains about the, the election results in 16 and the election results in 20 saying they were rigged. Too damn bad. Just accept the results. Your person did not win. You got a chance in 2024 to make it right. And you're going to hold on to 16 and the 20. Shut up. Shut your mouth. We're tired of your bitching. We're tired of your complaining. It happened. It's done. Get over it. Now, I did say at the end of last week's show, that or or in the previous episode, that there was one segment from Saturday Night Live that pretty much sums up everybody's reaction who thought Hillary was going to win the election. It is one of the greatest skits in Saturday Night Live history. So this is the episode that Dave Chappelle hosts the first time. This is a great episode, by the way. So the skit is Dave Chappelle with his white friends about ready to watch the election results. And they're like, oh my, we're going to witness history tonight. Hillary's going to win the election. So, you know, as time goes on, it's like, oh, okay, you know, Donald's winning. It's early. And then goes into, oh, okay, well, you know, there's still a shot. And then Chris Rock comes in during the skit which you know which makes the skit even great and then you get to the end of the segment the end of the bit where the white friends are like this is the worst thing to ever happen in american history chappelle looks at rock rock looks at chappelle they laugh their asses off fantastic ending to that bit um, I will put this uh, skit up on our Facebook group, and I'll even put it up on our Twitter for those that have never seen that bit before, or if you want to see it again, to go watch it. It's a really great bit. It's one of my favorite Saturday Night Live skits of all time. Okay, so now that I've said my piece, we've gone over the election, Trump has won, it's over, Let's all get over it. You know, shit happens. Oobla dee, oobla da. Life goes on. Let's talk about the episode that aired the day after the election happens. And this election has instant ramifications onto this season. Now, normally, at the end of each episode, after I'm done reviewing the episode, I will talk about the production notes, if there are any. However, we're going to make an exception to this one. Because, like I said, I really feel, in the previous episode, 
Trey Parker and Matt Stone probably had the thought, Hillary's winning this election. There is no way Trump is winning this election. Well... So, in the production notes, this episode was originally going to be titled The Very First Gentleman. However, the title and a large amount of the content was changed at the last minute to reflect the results of the election. Critics seem to believe that Trey Parker and Matt Stone had originally written the episode with the premise of Hillary Clinton winning the election, which the pair later confirmed. The original broadcast of the episode also left the first uncensored usage of the word fucking in the series history. Now, I have found an audio clip. Well, actually, it's a YouTube clip, so audio, video, however you want to call it, of a trailer for that episode that would have aired had Hillary won the election. So, this is actually up on archive.org, if you want to find it. But, let me play the clip. This is the original promo for the episode that we would have gotten called The Very First Gentleman. Wednesday, on an all-new South Park. For the past few weeks, I have watched as online trolling and male locker room mentality have ripped this school apart. But last night, our country changed. We now have someone in office who can bring about gender equality and put an end to sexism. Please welcome Bill Clinton. It's an all-new episode of South Park, Wednesday at 10. And that's what would have aired if Hillary Clinton had won the election. But as history shows, it did not happen. So, what did Trey Parker and Matt Stone do in less than 24 hours? Well, it's the episode I'm about to review. Let's get into it. Here is this week's episode, OGs. The episode was written and directed by Trey Parker and originally aired on November 9th, 2016. Our episode begins at the South Park Community Center, where the people are watching the results of Mr. Garrison beating Hillary Clinton to the shock of absolutely everyone. I don't need to go too far into it because I've spent nearly the first almost 15 minutes of this podcast talking about the election. So let's move on. So Cartman goes to Butter's house and boy is Butters pissed off. I mean, he's pissed off at Cartman. Because all Cartman wants to do is for Butters to reply back to the email that he had sent about the Ghostbusters movie, saying, oh, it was actually a pretty funny movie, you know, or it was a funny joke. And Butters is like, no, I'm not doing that. You betrayed our kind, referring to the boys. And he's like, you're kissing Heidi's ass. I'm not going to let you, you know, I'm not going to help you. You can get the F out. And he actually says it. He's like, get the fuck out of here. Which is kind of surprising to hear Butter say that. It was, but it was actually a really cool moment. So, after that happens, 
we take a look at Fort Collins. And, well, Fort Collins has become the literal ground zero. No one can get in. No one can get out. And their votes are not going to count at all. And they say in this report that every marriage in Fort Collins has been all become divorce. Ah, isn't it such grandeur? So, meanwhile, we see a helicopter flying in South Park. Gerald is looking out the window, and he's scared. And here comes a couple of vans to, you know, out, out their front yard. And they want to speak to Gerald. Well, Ike and Kyle come down, see what's happening. They don't know what's going on. Sheila, being, you know, the wife that she is, protects Gerald and talks about how Gerald watches porn and, and specifically piss porn and how, you know, it's natural. It goes all the way back to the Greek days. And everyone's like, uh, oh, oh, okay. So Gerald just goes. He just goes. He does, at that point, he doesn't even put up a fight. He just goes and he's like, all right, I'm just going to do whatever you want. So after that, Randy goes to Mr. Garrison's house and he's banging on the door and he's like, you better let me in. Do you know what you've done to our country? And Caitlyn Jenner opens the door and Caitlin's like, he's tired. He's had a very busy night. So Randy comes in and he talks to Mr. Garrison. He's like, what have you done? Remember what we talked about? You know how like you were going to, you weren't going to run. You were going to let Hillary win and J.J. Abrams. And Mr. Garrison is in like this comatose state. And as Randy's trying to, you know, put some sense into him, Caitlyn Jenner vomits member berries onto the face of Randy. And Randy's like, huh, maybe I'll give Star Wars another try. It's not really that bad of a movie. Meanwhile, Heidi and Cartman are together in the park. And I, and I noticed this, and I thought this was, at first it was kind of cool, and then the reasoning behind it is really cool, which I will get to in a moment. They are wearing a Beauty and the Beast shirt. Heidi is wearing a shirt that says Beauty, has a bow on it. And Carmen is wearing a shirt that says Beast that has barbells on it. Which, okay, that's kind of interesting. So the reason behind this, and this is on the South Park website. Um, it is possible references to the upcoming live-action remake that they did. An interesting connection to the original animated version of the movie is that the late voice actress, Mary Kay Bergman, who was on in the early years of the show, made her voice acting debut in that movie, voicing the Bimbet Girls along with veteran voice actress, Kate Soshi. Who knew? I, I did not know that. So there's the connection. So Heidi is or yeah, Heidi is depressed about what happened with the results of the election. 
And Carmen kind of feels the same way. And then he's starting to cry because, you know, he still thinks about Amy Schumer and vagina jokes. I think we can get past that point now. I, I really do. So, Gerald gets taken to the creek. And he's thinking, okay, is, you know, Dildo Schwagen's meeting me? No, it's not. It's Hillary Clinton. Yep, Hillary Clinton. And this is where Hillary Clinton says that the whole election was sabotaged. You know, it was rigged. Blah, blah, blah. Again, I said my piece. It's over. Get over it, people. So anyway, she has a plan for Gerald. The plan is he will go to Denmark. He will go to the Troll Trace website. And he will basically hack into the site. And basically they're going to destroy the site. That's all they're going to do. And Gerald's like, oh, so I'm going to be like James Bond. And, you know, he's like, okay, yeah, I'm in. Then we go to this next scene. And this is a really good scene. Oh, my gosh. So, it's a school assembly. And PC Principal's there. And, you know, he talks about what happened last night. Well, there's someone who is going to come in and try to help settle things between the boys and the girls. And it's none other than former United States president, 42nd president, by the way, Bill Clinton. Let's see what old Billy boy has to do. Hi, kids. I'm Bill Clinton, and I was almost the first gentleman in America. Thank you. Even though we might have lost the election, it doesn't mean that my work to be a gentleman is going to stop. I'm going to ask all you boys to agree to join Bill Clinton's Gentleman's Club. But I can't do it alone. Sometimes I wish there were two of me. Oh, wait, there are. Oh, Bill. Yes, Bill. Come on out here. Hello, boys and girls. I'm Bill. And I'm Bill. And together we're Bill and Bill. Two birds of a feather coming to your school. Gonna show you all about what gentlemen do. When you're not quite sure how you feel, ask Bill and Bill. Say, Bill. Yes, Bill? Would you like to join my gentlemen's club? You know I would, Bill. Well, you see, I'm Bill, and I'm joining Bill Clinton's gentlemen's club. Well, I appreciate you are joining my club. Okay, I this that that just was just absolutely funny. I loved that part. So now Gerald has landed in Denmark, and he ha has been told, okay, well you got to do, you know, alias and all that. So they had, they had gone through that previously, you know, with a fake passport, and like, can you do a you know Turkish accent? And well, you know, it is what it is. So his alias is Miller. Von Miller. Yes, named after the defensive player that was at this time on the Denver Broncos. So he gets in and, you know, he's shown around Denmark. 
and it's a lovely place. He's allowed in the troll trays, and the building is just great. He's taking, you know, pictures with the, you know, with, with the glasses. Um, so then he meets the head of Troll Trace, and they're going to go, and they're going to meet, and they're going to have dinner. Meanwhile, Cartman has an idea, and he tells Heidi the idea. Instead of staying here and going through whatever we're going to go through, why don't we go to Mars? And Heidi's like, well, I mean, it, it's a few years away. Cartman's like, no, 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 no. Let's go to Mars now, right now. And Carmen is so convincing because he still doesn't want Heidi to know of his internet history, which, okay, makes a very good point. Valid argument. So as that's going on, Bill Clinton attempts, and that's the key word, attempts to help Stan get Wendy back. And Bill Clinton's there as well. And the scene ends when Butters and a few of the guys see what Stan is doing. And Bill Clinton's like, oh, he's, he's pressing his pickle. Oh, my goodness, about pickle person. Meanwhile, Gerald is having this dinner. And, you know, he's being told of what has happened. And, and specifically the Danish volleyball player who he had made fun of and ended up killing herself earlier in the season. And he's like, you know, I, she, the lady had this troll and came up with all these fake names. And that's basically what does kill her. But Gerald is laughing about it, which still proves to, you know, it still proves the point that, He's still a prick. He's still a prick. And while this is going on, Kyle and Ike are left with their mom. And Kyle wants to talk to his dad because his mom's a wreck. She's an absolute wreck. A mess. And Gerald's like, kid, just go be a kid. Stop worrying. Shit. So, as that's going on, Bill Clinton goes to Butters' house. And Butters has been grounded, oh gosh, I think we've lost track at this point. So they've really, like, bolted the locks in, and they've really locked him in. And he's still protesting. So, as we're getting ready for that, Gerald is let into the database of of um you know of troll trace so he goes in and he's thinking okay i'm gonna do all the spy stuff i'm gonna be the big hero and then he sees dildo schwackens suit glasses everything and the rest of the trolls are there suits briefcase everything Basically, what has happened is, in exchange, the United States has sold out all these troll tracers, including Gerald, to help them. 
So basically, Hillary Clinton, being a bitch again, has sold her countrymen out. But Gerald's like, I'm not a part of this group. I'm not a part of this group. So then there's a, there's a specific clock on this briefcase. And it's going to go off. And they think, oh my God, there's a bomb in there. There's a bomb. And when it all opens up, instead of it being a bomb, they get rickrolled. Never going to give you up. Never going to let you down. Never going to turn around and desert you. Remember rickrolling? That was such a fun, easy time in our life. So meanwhile, um, Randy, who's been at this point hypnotized, well, not hypnotized, but possessed by the member berries, um, asks Sharon and Shelly to watch Star Wars with him again, throws up on Sharon, throws up on Shelly, and now they're kind of brainwashed. You know, I, I want to say something real quick before I get to the last two parts. When I was doing, uh, you know, trying to get video clips ready, one of the things I was going to do with this episode was uh, play a clip of, like, the news stations announcing that Donald Trump had won the presidency, had won the presidency. I couldn't find it. But there was a video up there of people, I think it was like CNN or MSNBC being like, it was titled like, someone putting the women down. How dare you vote for Trump? Like I said, I'm going back to it. Just shut up. Vote for whoever you want to vote for. Just vote for whoever you want to vote for. That's all I'm saying. So, Bill Clinton is sitting with Butters. And this leads to a pretty good scene, I thought. And believe it or not, Bill Clinton gets really close to Butters. Not Monica Lewinsky close, but he gets close to Butters. What do you think you're going to achieve, young man? You really think all this pickle pressing is going to get you anywhere? Well, it just ain't, Mr. Gentleman. I'm tired of girls saying boys need to change. What happened, son? Did a girl break your heart? No. I know. I know how hard they can be. But something's about to happen that you aren't aware of. You see, hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. And trust me, my wife is a crazy bitch. She and all the other women in the world are about to get payback. We are all completely fucked. It's my fault, really. I've done things my whole life that gradually broke her spirit. And now that she's lost everything, let me assure you, she is pissed. Now, our only chance is to keep our heads low and act like we're changed men. Because we're very close to the end. The end of what? Women are sick of our shit, son. And soon, they're gonna know everything we've said and done online. And unless we start kissing their asses, we're all gonna be put in a big chamber underground and milked for our semen. I like how when Bill Clinton says pissed, he's like, she's gonna be 
pissed. So the final scene, she's gonna be pissed. All right. So the final scene of the episode, Cartman and Heidi go up this hill. And Heidi's like, are you sure we want to do this? I'm going to look back. And Carver's like, there's no looking back. And they look, and they see the SpaceX station. And that is the end of OJ's. I wasn't sure. Again, I haven't seen this episode in years. I wasn't sure how this episode was going to go going into this. This actually ended up being a pretty good episode of South Park. It really did. Um, it's not my favorite episode of the year, but damn, they did a good job on such short notice of what the actual result was. I'm... Oh, I'm contemplating here between a 7 and an 8. I really am. Um, I think I'm going to give this an 8. It's a low 8, but I'm going to give it an 8. I think that's the fair score to give this one. So I'm going to give this one an 8. It's, it's good for what they did. And it aged well. That's the important thing. Is this one aged well? So let's read... Uh, a couple of the reviews, and the the reviews focused on the changes the episode had to incorporate because of the results of the election. Jesse Shadeen from IGN gave this an 8.5 out of 10, noting, It'll be interesting to see how much Parker and Stone's reaction to the outcome of the election fuels these final three episodes. Jeremy Lambert with 411 Mania gave it a 7.8 out of 10 and summarized, South Park had their work cut out for them, but I thought they handled everything as you would expect South Park to handle these things. And Dan Caffrey of the AV Club gave it a C- and thought it just meanders adding more cloak and daggers to the troll storyline as the show sluggishly moves to the end of its season. I do want to add a couple other things that I forgot to mention earlier um, before I get to the IMDb reviews. Um, the night of the election, we actually had a, our furnace guy come check it out. And I had the election on, and he asked me, how do you think it's going to go? And I told him, I really don't know. I really don't know. And the other thing, well, actually, in that same night, I'm watching it with Fro and a friend of ours, Luke, from another another digital citizen. We didn't stay up for the whole thing. At least I didn't stay up for the whole thing. I was, at that point, when I went to bed, I was like, okay, it's going to be whatever it's going to be. But that's kind of become our tradition, where we get together and we watch the election results. And it's fun, because not only do we, you know, talk about the presidential election, but we, you know, find, like, other stuff, other elections that are going on, local you know, either it be where we live or other places in the United States. It's just fun. It is just fun to do. But the one thing that I remembered the most out of everything from this election 
was the next day going into work. It was as if a member of your family died. It was so quiet. I could not believe how quiet it was in the school. It was so... It it was as if a loved one had passed away. That's how quiet it was. I don't remember anything else from that day except going into school, waiting for the students, and it's just silent. You could hear a pin drop. You really could. It was, it was very eerie. All right, let's go to IMDb and see what they thought of this episode. Over 1,900 people have rated this episode, and the rating on IMDb is a 7.1 out of 10. Uh, 541 people gave this a 7, 388 people gave it an 8, 231 people gave it a 10. Um, that 8 is the score I'm going to be giving this episode. And 104 people gave it a 1. And I want to say, before I read these reviews, I really think, you know, now, with the years, you know, after watching the episode, it kind of helped, I, I feel, watching this episode. Knowing what has happened compared to, you know, that night. But that's just me. Alright, so we have a couple of reviews. Uh, this first one is from BoyGavCP who wrote, Yes, I get it. Like what you people say, South Park has always been like this. South Park has always been like that. But this episode is the proof of Trey and Matt lack of preparation for their only hit show. Hey, remember, that's my Bush? It was successful. I get it. They usually finish their episodes before airtime, but this one just rang the bell of why it's totally a bad idea. 20 minutes of try-hard humors with some not-even-close reasons they used to explain what was going on and why it happened. I get the ideas of member bearers, but all the Star Wars thing and people turn member zombies is just plain as stupid way to deny that their candidate didn't win and the one they've been bashing the whole season just won. And no, stop saying that they are not biased. They didn't even try to bash Hillary except for calling her turd sandwich, which was an old joke 10 years ago. Knowing that they had to rewrite everything because of the election result proves furthermore that they didn't even try to prepare and would go whatever they can think of in the last minutes. As a South Park fan, I hope they change their decision for the future seasons. But this one, it has turned into a complete mess. I give it a three because of Bill. Oh, well, thank you. I'm, I'm glad I helped. <laughs> the other review is from Eric Stevenson, who wrote, I first heard that this episode was titled The Very First Gentleman, causing many people to believe that the episode would feature Hillary Clinton winning the election, as many people thought. We all know she ultimately failed, but at least she got close. So, did they literally change the plot of this episode to have the change? If so, the creators had literally one day to do it, 
and I don't think it would even be possible for them to change it in so short of a time. Is there another episode that exists where Hillary wins the election? If nothing else, I love this because it reassured me there was still humor after Trump was, was elected. Oh, and this episode included more digs at Family Guy with Gerald doing some impressions from the show by Seth MacFarlane. Dang, it just seems like every episode just makes you eager for the next one. If there's any disappointments, it's that the member berries weren't featured more. Maybe I'm just in the mood to talk about them with Sausage Party being released on DVD lately. That should be in that movie's sequel. They'd meet the member berries. I heard that the F word was actually said unbleeped in this episode, but I couldn't seem to recall it. It would probably be edited from all subsequent broadcastings. On a serious note, I really do want to talk about Donald Trump winning. Well, we're not going to find out what would happen if the president was a woman and what her husband would be called. I'm guessing they assumed he'd be called the first gentleman. Anyway, I really do want to assure us that we live in an age of self-awareness and people in the country still support significant change. We live in crazy times, but we were able to survive two Bush terms, so I'm sure we can get through this. I'm not going to say find this review helpful if you're against Donald Trump. Just go out there and live your life as you would have before. I believe everything happens for a reason, even if we don't know why that is. Not only did we survive two Bush terms, we also survived two Obama terms. And yeah, that's all I'm going to say. But you know what? I'm going to go back to what I said a moment ago. I feel like watching this episode now actually helped me with the score than it probably would have if I had done this episode in 2016. So that's going to do it for this episode. You guys can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97, and you can join the Facebook group, Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast, where you can join other fans to discuss past, present, and when they come up, future South Park episodes. And don't forget to check out our friends at Suck My Balls, a South Park review, where they also review each and every South Park episode. Well, next time around... We're getting very close to the end, and we're getting very close to deciding if this is the worst season ever for South Park. Next time around, I'll be reviewing the episode, Members Only. Thank you all for tuning in to this episode of Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm Bill, and I'll talk to you all next time.